What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into the therapy, like myself, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits, and all the other good stuff, y'all. Bad stuff as well. Um, today's episode is going to be about how do narcissists, how do narcissists mourn the loss of a relationship? We'll, we can do another episode later, y'all, about how narcissists mourn the loss of a family member or friend or the loss of somebody, a loved one or something along those lines. <clears throat> but today's episode is going to be about how do they mourn the loss of a relationship in general. So before we hop into today's episode, y'all, make sure if you haven't already, check out my self-love journal on Amazon. That's helping out a lot of people. Lee Hammock, I Love Me, a self-love journal. And also my kids' book. Ooh, my wife and I partnered on a kids' book that's coming out soon. It's coming out. Oh, my goodness. It's coming out. It's, we, we're, it's finished, but we're, we're putting the final touches on it this week. Um, but, yeah. So, <clears throat> so, how do narcissists mourn the loss of a relationship? So, the easiest way, the, the most common way, you see a narcissist mourn. It's going to sound weird to a lot of people. Well, to some people. The main way a lot of narcissists mourn is by throwing themselves into a new relationship and love bombing um, <clears throat> and love bombing someone else. That's how they mourn. They don't want to mourn. Some narcissistic people do not want to mourn. They don't want to sit, sit in the feelings of failure of this relationship. So they don't want to mourn the loss of a relationship. They want to move on. They want to get rid of these the nasty, dirty thoughts of failure, the rejection, the shame. They want to get rid of all of that. I don't want to sit in it. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to feel it at all. So what I need to do to, to mourn, to mourn, is to move on quickly. <clears throat> it's to appear to move on quickly. It's to appear to be happy as hell in a new relationship. It's to appear to be just better off without you. That's what I need. That's how some narcissists mourn right there. Some of them will mourn the loss of a relationship in another relationship because they don't want to sit in the hurt and the pain and the shame of dealing with whatever, however your relationship ended, they don't want to sit and deal with that. They don't want to sit with that pain and regret or whatever they did to you. They don't want to sit with it. So in order to not sit with it, in order to focus my mind on something else, I hop into a new relationship. I hop into a new space. I hop into, into something with a new person. I'm love bombing a new person. I look happy with the new person, but internally, I'm in turmoil. Internally, the, the, the clock is spinning. Internally, I'm hurting. I'm in pain. I don't want to be in this, in this space. But I'm throwing my love and care and affection to a new person, so I don't have to think about you. If I'm loving this person, <clears throat> I'm trying not to think about you. I'm trying not to think about the the old relationship or whatever. But you know how that works out though, right? Because so many people ask me, why do narcissists give them the new person everything I ever asked for, everything I ever wanted? Because they're thinking about you. Think about it right there. Now, this is not, though, y'all, if you're looking for a sign to give that toxic person another chance, this ain't it. I'm not the sign you're looking for. I mean, these are not the droids you're looking for. Like I said before, that's Star Wars. Um, <clears throat> this is not a sign to go back into a toxic relationship. Just because they're thinking about you does not mean it's a positive thing, okay? But I'm just saying, they throw themselves into something new 
to, to because they're thinking about you. They give the new person everything that you wanted because they're still thinking about you. Oh, let me see. Oh, my ex liked this. Let me see if this new person likes this. <clears throat> my ex loved this bar. Let me see if the new person likes this bar that I never took my ex to. My new person likes to travel. My ex liked to travel. I always wanted to go to this place. So let me see if this new person likes to do that. You see what I'm saying? That's why they give the new person everything that you wanted. Because one, they know it works. And two, they know you wanted it. You're on their mind. <clears throat> You're on their mind. That's why they do it. Though they look, they look so happy in a new relationship. Because they are focusing on, they try not to focus on you. They try to not to focus on the embarrassment, the shame, the pain of what happened, especially if you confronted them, especially if your relationship ended with a confrontation and you just you walked away or you they feel like you defeated them. They, oh, of course, they're going to throw themselves into this new relationship. Of course, they're going to they're going to try to hurt you with what they do. Of course, of course. It looks like they won because right now you might be single and right <clears throat> right now you might be single and they might look happy in a new relationship. But they're giving a new person everything that you wanted because they are not original people, first of all. And then also they know you wanted it. It all goes back to you. You hurt them. You rejected them. You shamed them. I don't care if they were cheating on you. If you ended it, they that sucks. They throw, they throw themselves into something new. That's one way that they mourn is by throwing themselves into a new relationship. <clears throat> they throw themselves into a new relationship to mourn the, the, the loss of this original one. It doesn't mean the new relationship is better. It doesn't mean the new relationship is going to work out. It just means it's new. I need to throw myself into this. I need to focus on you now and try not to focus on this old person. But we, uh, most people know how that works. Somehow, some way, shape, or form, y'all end up reconnecting, talking or something like that, and all this gets shared. <clears throat> That's how it goes. You see, y'all know, y'all dealt with it before. You understand the space. You under, you know exactly what's going on. You get it. You know what I mean? So many people don't seem to, like, so many people are fighting this battle or they see the new person happy and they always just like, well, what about they? What about what happened to me? Y'all, they're throwing themselves into something new. That's why the new relationship moves quickly. I ain't, I'm love bombing the new person because I need to forget about you. I try, I'm trying to forget about you. I can't, you can't simultaneously forget about something that, that you're thinking about. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You can't forget about something or someone that you're thinking about. You can't, how does that work, y'all? <clears throat> yeah, how does that work? Another way that a narcissistic person can mourn over the loss of a relationship, y'all, is by smear campaigning you. <laughs> anger. Anger is mourning for some narcissistic people. They smear campaign the hell out of you. Could, could they both? Could they do both? Could they move on to someone new <clears throat> and also smear campaign you? Yeah, they can do both. But some people do, they do separate. You see what I'm saying? They separate it like like a like a Thanksgiving plate. They, they don't want the mashed potatoes and the macaroni and cheese and the casserole touching the the, the green bean casserole touching. They don't want all this stuff to touch. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They want to keep it neat. So they, they don't, some of them don't smear campaign you and move on to an ex. But some people do both, y'all. Some people mourn by smear campaigning you. They hurt. They're hurt. They're hurting so bad. They're so goddamn angry and frustrated, and just wants. They want it. So a lot of them want, want to seek some vengeance. They want it so badly. They want that vengeance so badly. They they out. They, yeah, they want that vengeance and they want to hurt you so goddamn badly that they smear campaign you. They, they they try to discredit you. They try to hurt your feelings by spreading rumors and lies. 
and stuff like that about you. They just do. That's one of the ways that they do this, y'all. That's absolutely one of the ways that they will absolutely smear campaign the hell out of you. They'll smear campaign you because they're mourning, because they're hurt, because they're angry, because they're mad. Because shame, shame is attacking. Shame is on attack, y'all. And when shame attacks, narcissists flee. You see what I'm saying? Shame is like when, shame is like when, uh, narcissists, like shame is like, uh, when a shame, when shame attacks, narcissistic people flee. Shame is a light bulb that flicks on and then the roaches scatter. The narcissistic, the narcissistic roaches scatter when the shame light bulb comes up. <laughs> I know y'all are like, Lee, what the hell are you talking about? What is imagery? Yeah, my mind is so imaginative. Goodness gracious. My, just <laughs> little narcissistic cockroaches running away. <laughs> running away. But that's how they mourn, y'all. They will mourn you by throwing dirt on your name. They will mourn you by trying to bury your reputation. You know what I'm saying? They don't try. They can't bury you as a person. Some of them will try. Some of them will absolutely try, y'all. Um, <clears throat> that's next. <laughs> but some of them will mourn you by trying to bury your reputation. They'll smear campaign you. They'll rage out on you, stuff like that. Another way that some narcissists mourn, y'all, is by pure narcissistic rage, obsession, and anger. Sometimes when the relationship ends, they mourn it by trying to end you. They rage. Some of them, a lot of them go into narcissistic rage mode where they become super obsessive and they don't allow themselves to mourn. They don't, there's not a mourning period. They just over, they just over obsess with you and stalk you and harass you and threaten you and pop up on you and just, just keep calling you back to back to back, texting you back to back to back, doing all of this stuff back to back to back to back to back. They don't want to, they don't want to give you that space. They don't want to give you that healing. They don't want to give you that growth because they know if you have space for healing and growth that you're, you're going to leave them alone. Space for healing and growth means you typically you're going to leave them alone. You healing, you, you healing and you growing doesn't, how does you healing and growing benefit a narcissistic person? Think about it right there, y'all. How does you heal? If they, if they still want to be with you, how does you healing and growing benefit them? When you're dealing with a narcissistic person, y'all, that's one of the main questions you have to ask yourself. How does this benefit them? How? I know it sounds silly, but how is this a benefit to them? It doesn't. Some of them will become ragey, obsessive, and they think because they think they own you. They mourn it by own it. They, they mourn the relationship by not trying not to let it end, by trying not trying not to give you space. And some of them, again, y'all, will mourn it by trying to end you. Y'all, y'all know what I mean by end you. You mean they will send you? They will try to send you to meet your maker. They absolutely will. Um, they will, they absolutely will try to send you to meet your maker. I'm not laughing at y'all. Y'all got a, a text message from uh, Ben Taylor, Raw Motivationist. Um, <clears throat> they uh, will, they will absolutely try to send you to meet your maker because they're they don't want to mourn. They're embarrassed. They're ashamed. So that shame and embarrassment will cause them to lose their damn minds. And some of them, some of them will try to harm you. Some of them will try to harm you. Some of them will try to send you to meet God. There's a lot of different moving pieces here, but you have to protect your peace. You have to protect yourself. You have to take care of yourself, y'all. Seriously. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I'm eternally grateful for every single one of y'all as well. Like and subscribe for more. Make sure y'all get that self-love journal. And when the kids' book comes out and it drops, get that too. It's going to be on Amazon, y'all. Thank you so much. Mental Illness is out. Peace. Thanks so much for making this to the end of my video, y'all. If you haven't already, make sure you check out my self-love journal on Amazon. Lee Hammock, I Love Me, a self-love journal. Help you rebuild their self-love and authenticity after a toxic relationship. Thank you.